Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. And man, we are so excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new episode with a Launch New Academy Live 2022 Woo! recap. Uh, joined with none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, Brian Fullerton. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Uh, I hope everybody's doing good after this weekend. I mean, how could you not be doing good? Uh, I mean, it, dude, it's, it's been a crazy blur of a, of a couple days here at LAL 2022. Um, we just got done doing a podcast episode on my show. The yeah. first half of the day, kind of a debrief. Um, man, I'm excited because I want to. Uh, you're going to be piggybacking on this one as well and uh, you know, running through the whole show, hosting this, obviously. But th- as you guys know, uh, the, the 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 lineup ramps up, yeah. And we got the heavy hitters, so I'm excited about hearing you debrief on the big dogs because it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. If you haven't listened yet, you need to go listen to Fuller Town Filter Show this morning. Um, it dropped the same time as this one, and we talked about the first half of the show, uh, some really funny stories, days leading up to the events. Uh, we talked about Paul Jameson's uh, running with a rattlesnake. Uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> black uh, Widows? Yeah, Black Widows. I'm like, that's a nope-nope. Yeah, that's a, that's a nope-nope, as the Fullertons call it. Uh, but <laughs> it was a really fun time. We talked about the first half of the show, uh, crazy, crazy speakers were in there. We talked to Nick Carlson mm-hmm. on your show uh james mansky who else was it uh, uh greg whitstock greg whitstock um they got in some crazy stuff mm-hmm. uh, some really in-depth insights uh, from launchment academy so if you want to go hear that then you need to go listen to the first part of the show first on on brian's show and then maybe this half of the show will make sense uh so where do you want to go uh we got we, we ended with uh on your show with james mansky yep up next i think it was uh, mike andy's and then we did uh cycle cpa but before we jump into it uh i just want to take a quick second if you don't mind yeah um lel launchpreneur academy live it's a live conference yeah we talk do. about it yeah it's a live conference that we do in novi michigan uh we have a training website it's um it's been really successful thank you to so much of you guys that have bought contracts training programs snow courses um subcontractor agreements employee handbooks all that kind of stuff helping you guys grow especially the guys that have smaller businesses or just get into the industry but what we noticed is that people wanted to get together. They wanted community. They wanted to hear from uh, more latest and greatest and, and public speakers, you know, and uh, not public speakers, but people in the industry, right? Yeah. So we put this event on. The first year was 150 people. Um, super grateful and thankful for everybody that came and supported. We've had uh, just like the who's who come through the mill of just speaking and sharing on stage. It's been incredible. Um, the first year we had like the Dirt Monkey and uh, B&B Lawn Care, uh, Keith Kalfas, so many great names. You start naming one, you got to name them all. Yeah. You know how it goes. Um, year two, that was the COVID year. Uh, well, we still made the event happen. It was a wild situation. The whole another story for a whole other time. Uh, we had 264 people there. Uh, third year, we had 310 or 315 people. And then this year, uh, about the same thing, 316 people. Uh, with speaker, sponsor, staff, it was about 350 people in the room. It's packed out. It's, it's a, a big room. It, I was. You don't realize how many 350 people are yeah. until they're coming up the escalator in the morning. This and is it true. takes like 10 minutes to get everybody up. It took us a half hour just to feed everybody through the buffet line. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it is a lot of people. Um, so uh, here's one thing I'll say. Like, guys, 
I am so grateful and thankful to be in a role or a position to be able to just broker people, broker deals, broker friends, broker networking, if you will, and just bring these people together. Yeah. Right. You guys listening in, like, guys, I'm not a big deal or a special person or anything like that. Um, what I have just uniquely found, like just because of the YouTube thing and all this crap that we have, Brian's on his YouTube channel, that we've built these friendships, man. We've built these relationships with companies and people, you guys listening in, and then some of the best and the best, like the Troy Clogs, the Corey Ballards, the James Manskys, the the Mark Bradleys, we're gonna get into it. Yeah. Like it's just an amazing opportunity to bring these people in that have a servant's heart. They want to share and help you guys grow. So any which way, it's an annual event we do in November. The ticket price is usually about 200, 250 bucks. Um, you got to get a flight or a hotel and all that mess, but it's super worth it. Great time networking. And uh, any which way, we'll, uh, I'll kick it back over to you. Yeah. I mean, oh, we have a guest. Hello, baby girl. Hello. How you doing? How are you? That's my little peanut. How are we doing, Amy's baby walking girl? in to join the Where's join mama? The podcast. Can you go see mama? Where's mama? Go get mama. Go, 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 get mama. She might have a poopy, so any which way. Uh, That's my little (laughs) peanut. She's 15 months. She needed to come join the show. She's smart as a whip. She's over here just checking things out, and she gone. She's gone. In and out just like that. She gone. Oh, she's back. She gone. All right, I'll take care of this. Nick, or, uh, or Nick uh, Jeremiah, you keep going. And, uh, <laughs> I'm on baby duty. Here we go. Oh, no. She's awesome. It's so fun getting to, getting to hang out with other kids. I mean, Jack, we talk to Jack's on the show all the time. Emmy's walking around. It's so fun seeing the future of what we have coming up. Uh, business owners raising their kids, just trying to better themselves and uh, help everyone grow here in the future. So, what we had was Launch Room Academy. We did. Uh, we finished Brian's show with talking with James Mansky, and then we got into. I think Mike Andy's was pretty close to after him. If not, I mean, we might correct the order here in a minute. Brian knows a little bit better than I do, but uh, I think it was Mike Andy's. And Mike Andy's, he's kind of burst onto the scene in our kind of uh, social media world. I guess you could say he's a he's owned a business for a long time. He's a literally like a genius on the IQ scale. I think he's an actual genius. He went to college when he was like fourteen. I 13. think. 13. Yeah. So, okay. Paul's here. Hey, guys. Let's bring in Paul here on the show. Um, so, he has burst onto the scene. And, okay, this is this is so random. Did this come out of the basement? Yeah. But dude, this when, water? when you go to Brian Fullerton's house, you ever, when, you I was get, a, when I was a kid, you ever had like a rich friend? You got to go over there. Oh, they shut had, like, up, all this food dude. I'm about to mute his mic. Literally. I'm going to mute your mic right now. There's he's the, got boxes of Ascension in his Paul garage. Paul just comes I'm in like, and asks for Ascension. That's what, he's asked like four times. <laughs> I love it, man. It's, it's like, like great. It's like when you go to the restaurant and he's like taking the little uh, manic, um, you know, little cups with him or something like that. Like that's that's what you're doing here, Paul. You're taking all my water. So. <laughs> I mean, who else does that? This is awesome. I don't know anyone that does that. Back to great value tonight, man, when I get home. But for now, I'm going to enjoy Paul's this. like, you got a water? You got a drink? Gotta drink? No problem, buddy. <laughs> yeah. We got you. Yeah, so my, my reason <laughs> for saying that is I'm ready to get home to Alabama because this came out of the garage, not even the refrigerator, and it feels like it literally just came out of the refrigerator. Yeah. Th- 29 degrees? Uh, 30 we're, degrees? We're, we're blessed with an unheated garage because we live like paupers over here. So <laughs> <laughs> I just mean it's that cold outside. Like, we're, I'm ready. It's cold here. Oh, yeah. That's Well, that's a whole other That's, that's a whole what other. I'm talking about. You were yeah. like, is this normal every day here with this cold? I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, it's you like, were like, we work in this. Well, well, it's, it's it's like Paul's like 75 poolside. I'm like, it will not be 70 degrees here again until at best May. May. Oh, we. It's five more or six more months of this. And you're like, you can leave, <laughs> you can move. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know, just deal with it. But you know, I like winter. There's some uh, the white gold, right? There's some good money here, so yeah. it's okay. It's uh, Michigan winters are they're not brutal, so but we'll yeah. deal with it. But anyway, way. Anyway, back to Launch New Academy. Now that the whole crew's back with us, um, we were talking Mike Andy's. Uh, he's burst onto the scene, kind of in the social media world, and he's doing some really big things. He's he's kind of coming more and more into our community, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of more people are starting to recognize him. Uh, mine and Paul's bookkeeper uh, loves him. Yeah. Joey, Joey Coberly loves Binge watches Mike Andy's, Mike Andy's yeah. YouTube videos. Which is enough to say, like, 
that's his value. That person's value. Like he's helping a bookkeeper. Like that's how smart he is. A bookkeeper's learning from him. And so Mike came in and he talked. I mean, like he he it was insane. Like Corey Ballard is an energized dude. Like he's always he's always got energy drinks in him. He's he's going crazy. And he was talking about Mike's energy. He was like, I don't know what Mike's got, but I need to have it if it's legal. If it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> and so Mike was just bringing the heat. He was talking uh, break even points. He was talking uh, you gotta you gotta. Make profit. You have to know your your uh, all your sheets, and that was Cycle CPA was talking about all your balance sheets, things like that. But Mike was just talking all the numbers that everyone needs to get to know because without those numbers, there is no successful business. And he was talking about how you need to throw your equipment. You don't need to go out and buy equipment, which is one that uh, kind of is it's kind of uh, a term that some people go. They don't really like it. They don't agree with it. They like the shiny equipment. But Mike was talking about, hey, you need to, you need to know your stuff first. You know your numbers. Mm. Um, and if you don't know that stuff, then your business isn't. You need to know how to make sales and, and what your customer acquisition cost is. And so everything that went along with Mike Andy's was just a, a brain. I mean, it was just God, so much. It was so much to take in. Well, he, he's the kind of guy literally where you could give him a, an hour. You give him two hours. You give him three hours. He was like, yeah, Brian said he was going to give me an hour and a half. I'm like, no, no, no. I said 35 minutes. But nonetheless... Uh, he really could have went for two, three hours. Oh yeah, he could have went for a whole day. Yeah, I mean that's that's what he does. He, and he, not ran out of value. Yeah, he's teaching and training. He's building uh, franchises, right? So that's that's his shtick right now is to not shtick, but you know what I'm saying. That's his business. Yeah, that's his. Yeah, that's how he's growing his company, uh, Augusta, right? Augusta yep. Lawn Care. Yep. And so he he's really really um, cerebral on the number. Like I think somebody called him a Doogie Hauser. Was that you? He's uh-huh. like somebody called him a little Doogie Hauser MD, like the TV show back in the day. Do you remember Doogie Hauser? No, I'm too young for That's that. That's too young. Do you remember Doogie Hauser? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like this little like kid genius doctor, you know, and it was a decent little show whatever. Um but nonetheless, he is. He's wicked smart. He's uh very by the numbers and uh, he could have went for hours and hours and hours. And I told everybody on stage, I said two things. One, let me try to get the slide deck because everybody's got their phone up trying to take photos. But then number two, I said, um, go subscribe to the Mike Andy's YouTube channel. Like this is the kind of stuff he's putting out every single day, every single week. So if you like this, go go down the Mike Andy's rabbit hole and learn more about the X's and O's and about the numbers, about <sighs> how to run a profitable, successful company. It was yeah. great. And 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 I I was really, really, I, I was um, excited about having Mike in the share I got really excited about having Mike in the share after seeing his performance at Energize. Oh, yeah. Right? He stole the show. Yeah, he did an amazing job. He had about a half dozen mic drop moments, and I was just like, all right, this guy is awesome. And I've been able to build a a, a bud, you know, kind of a friendship to a little bit better relationship, and we're going to be getting to know each other better over the last year or two. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for the content he's putting out there because it's really needed in the industry. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's because there's, there's a lot of people that can talk shop, that can energize you, that can pump you up, uh, yep. get, you, get you rolling, but without those numbers, without that math that, that he talks about, your business won't be successful, unfortunately. So, uh, <laughs> Mike brought a lot. Did you get him on the podcast, Paul? Yep, it was great. It was the first time I got him on the podcast, so that was great. There awesome. So that's uh, every every speaker from the show is on a podcast. Between my, I got Troy Clog and Greg Whitstock, and you got everyone else. I got I got everyone minus Troy Clog. Yeah, and it was just because when I looked over, well, first. The first time I tried to get Troy Clog, he was literally talking to Mark Bradley. So I was just like, like, yeah, how do you interrupt my, my, a $100 million you dollar conversation? You, you don't. You don't. My, my yeah. relational intelligence, I was telling Q, my videographer, I was like, yeah, those, those guys are pretty wealthy over there. And yeah. He's like, all right, well, we'll leave him alone. And then afterwards, next time I saw him, he was on your podcast. And yeah. then after that, he was on stage talking. So 
But other than that, I am, I interviewed everyone um, that spoke on the Green Industry Podcast. So, so you need to go check out the Green Industry Podcast and, and hear from all these people. They debriefed coming hot off the stage. Like, mm-hmm. their adrenaline finally cooled down. They they brought some real heat in those videos, uh, I'm sure. And yeah, so really, I'm, I'm excited really cool. to hear that on the on the Green Industry Podcast. So we went from Mike Andes to Cycle CPA, which is uh, your personal bookkeeper, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I know you guys have uh, Joey and Megan Corberly, and I've really enjoyed their podcast episodes that you guys had on the Green Industry Podcast. Uh, have they been on the Growing Green yeah, yet? Yeah, they've been on once twice yeah gotcha um they're, they're really nice people smart yeah. people um you know and and in long story short that that's the bookkeeping firm that i get to promote on a lot of my content my platforms um so it's not you know one's better than the other nothing like that yeah H- here's the message get a bookkeeper right. get right. a good accountant start that, that was actually broadly speaking the bigger theme that i was really taking away from the whole event was build your team build your culture start getting more uh by the numbers start figuring some things out and so we had them there just as a resource too. You know, I didn't want them just to be like, "Hey, sign up with bookkeeping," right? Like I didn't want it to be that kind of a pitch. <clears throat> what they act, what I actually asked them to do was, let's go through a cash flow statement, let's go through a monthly uh, budget, so let's good. go through a P and L statement. So they had a lot of great slides comparing, like for example, company one does a million gross, has ten percent net profit. Company two does a half a million bucks, but has a twenty five percent profit. Who's more profitable? Wow. Like all these different things, and and they were able to talk about, uh, you know, uh, the difference between gross and net, and uh, just a bunch of stuff. I don't want to do their whole talk, but I really wanted them to spend 20, 30 minutes sharing why looking at your P and L every month and these other different uh, accounting, you know, takeaways that you can get from your bookkeeper and your CPA are important to help you navigate the growth of your business. Yeah. And I and I told him straight up, straight up. I said 80, 90% of that room honestly probably doesn't look at that stuff but once a year. And it's something you should be looking at at least once a month. What's cool about Cycle CPA and what used to be Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Landscaping Bookkeeper, bookkeeper is a focus on our industry. So 100%. their other clients are growing green landscaping and, and, and you know, yeah. they they see lawn maintenance landscaping businesses day in and day out. And so I'm biased, whether you go with uh, Cycle CPA or Megan and Joey, I would consider them at the top of the list versus your local person that doesn't know the industry. They, yeah, they, they don't. So Or well, your I, QuickBooks bookkeeper, like the yes, people that they have, like that certified. Right, so. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've heard Joey and Megan say, and it's again, success leaves clues. So many people at the conference said very similar things. And that gives me a lot of confidence knowing that success is success. Yeah. But I've heard Megan and Joey, uh, Joey many times on your guys' show talk about KPIs and other, other mm-hmm. you know, uh, wording and verbiage like that. At LEL, Cycle CPA, they did a whole screen about mm-hmm. KPIs and the measuring your business against others in the industry and like how well you're utilizing your, your cash, how well you're utilizing your equipment. It was really, really helpful stuff. Same thing that Gulf Coast, uh, what's the new name? Uh, the Landscaping Bookkeeper. And they actually, what's cool about them, Brian, is they're so busy because listeners yeah. called in mm-hmm. and they... They they grew so much. They're like, we have to stop taking on new customers wow. because we want to focus on our current customers doing sure. well. And so they're literally paused right now, taking anyone new. That's awesome. They'll open that back up hopefully by like February, March of next year. Cool. But, uh, Just get a bookkeeper. Yeah. Long story go. short, not uh, go with whoever. Go with if you go with Cycle. Mention our name. I think we we get to save you guys two hundred bucks, and I think I get a kickback. Great. If not, go with these guys with uh, Gulf Coast and uh, Landscaping Bookkeeper. Yeah. And uh, mention Jeremiah Jennings. <laughs> there you go. Get him some kickback. Whatever. Rock, rock and roll. Um, for real. But uh, the, the theme was, yeah. if, you, if you're not paying attention to your books, get a good bookkeeper. Yeah. Get a good uh, CPA. Uh, and they were great. They were a little nervous, a little, little, uh, little dry. You know, it's numbers people. Yeah, but what do you expect? This is what you expect. But, but, uh, th- but let they, me say one more thing on this. Sorry yeah, to cut you off. No, go ahead. I, I tried to save money, Brian, 
by doing my own QuickBooks for years. Sure. And I did save money, but I would have gladly spent a few hundred bucks a month. In yeah. hindsight, I'm like, why didn't I not do that faster? Don't be stingy on that. Maybe be stingy on not having HBO and Netflix, but don't be stingy on, on not having a bookkeeper. I, I couldn't agree more. I'll, I'll even do you one better. I was even more stingier than you. I just didn't do my books. Yeah. <laughs> shoebox <laughs> I got yeah, the I, I had yeah. the shoebox for a decade. Don't... And, and I, you know, like the Joker movie where he's got the daggers all around in a circle. Yeah. That's how I was every year of February, March, April with my receipts all around. And I, my heart goes, soul goes out to those people that have been there, done that. Let's transition it as you grow your company, get away from the shoebox full of receipts, and then dumping it on your CPA's desk on, you know, March 15th, and your taxes are due on March 17th or April 1st or April 15th, right? Let's let's move away from that kind of stuff. So, anyway, way. Shout out to the Cycle CPA folks. They did great. By the way, um, Megan and Joey, and then also Sheila, right? Yeah, Sheila, she Sheila. Is the she, uh, she's the certified financial planner yeah. that I work with. She's got some great episodes on the uh, uh, Green Street podcast from just yeah. a couple weeks back, uh, maybe a month back. Um, she did a great job, too. I love I love her, her content as well. So thank you for sewing into the community. Thanks for sewing into the industry with you guys are putting out that content as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Cycle CPA, and then another must-have is we went into Adam Fullerton, Brandon Bull. Yeah. Uh, you're kind of helped him get set up there he's done his own thing but you're kind of helping him get started uh and and they're a full service marketing company we actually did yeah. a, an episode with adam uh and oh you got him on the show yeah oh yeah. i didn't even know that yeah yeah okay. so uh he'll, his show will be coming out here soon um talking about everything they get to offer for guys who are needing a website needing social media marketing he was so nervous he, he <laughs> was but he did a really good job yeah like he did a really good job. He wants to do a really banger job for you guys yeah. that are listening in. So they do website design, branding, um, logo development, all that mess. Um, mess being a good thing. So if you if you need a website, um, I think code Brian saves a hundred bucks. Or yep. are you guys yep. going to code? Yeah, we're supposed to be setting one up. So there should be one up by the time I, that mine comes out. I would think. But well, if you guys growing it, green, G green, just mention growing green. Mention Jeremiah, and you should yeah, save some money. It, it doesn't matter. It, like, do, it doesn't matter, guys. Like we we literally are just trying to broker these deals to get you guys empowered to grow yeah. your business. Like because that's the thing. Like you start a new company and you're like. I need a website. Where do I go? And you would think in 2022 that you yeah. got a good website guy. Paul, you've been burned by website people. I've I've been burned by website people. I've had good websites. I've had not good websites. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you think in 2022 that everybody knows we need to be on, on the internet. We need to have a Google uh, you know, listing. We need to have a website. But listening in, I, I, I would venture to say probably half of the people listening to the show don't have a website or a good quality website or one that's been updated for God's sake, in the last 12 months. Yeah. Right? So if you need uh, a good website, um, here, here's the thing. My brother has been putting this company together for a year. He's got a business partner named Lauren. Great people, great team. They've been doing mar- sales and marketing for, I think, 10 years and like 14 years, respectively. They know marketing. That's that's literally what they did with, with their full-time jobs. That being said, Adam and Sarah, uh, Adam and Lauren launched the, the, the company about two, three months ago. And I said, dude, this all looks bad to the bone. I need a new uh, website because I'm getting into more commercial snow. So I said, I'll, I'll buy a website. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'll make you one. And we can like, no, no. I'm like, dude, no, no, I'll, I'll pay the family rate. I'll support you full price, right? I want to support what he's doing. <clears throat> I would encourage you guys, it, before you go to, um, you know, just, you know, punch in and you want to go buy a website for a couple grand, go to brianslm.com. That's my yeah. new website. I'm telling you straight up, like, not not because I'm like proud of it, although I'm proud of it, but I'm telling <laughs> you like, Dude, it makes like they get marketing and branding. Yeah, I'm it, it's crazy. I've looked at your website. As soon as they released that, you released that episode. I looked at it. Did and you I was like, like it? This is insane. Yeah, I think it's a banger, dude. Like yeah. I literally told my brother, I said I wanted to look like Perfect Cut, Troy Clog, and a couple other different big top dog people I know. Yeah. I said I want mine to look like them. I want to be a site management company. They hit it out of the park. Yeah. So go to brianslm.com, 
If you like that, go to brandedbullinc.com. Yeah, you can actually go there, and they he was telling me that that you can that all of their links to the people they've used are on their page. Oh, okay. So okay. like they can go to Brian's like LM portfolio. from, oh, from Branded Bull. So perfect. Branded Bull will take you to everything if you need to figure that out. So yep. give him a little, check him out. Give him a little bit of grace. He's having a baby. Any second could now. be any second. Now, I literally. mean, like literally, could be on the way to hospital as we speak. By the time but, this podcast recording came, comes out, they might have a baby. Hopefully, Me- yeah. you never know. Yeah, uh, his uh, wife Sarah, my sister-in-law, is uh, they were due the day before LAL. So, she, dude, then they still came to the show and yeah. supported, and she stuck it out all day long. Like uh, I was, she's wow. like a, you know, I say that. Well, this is the horrible <laughs> thing to say next, but she's a balloon, dude. Like yeah. she's ready to pop. Yeah, and uh, I go, whoa! So I did like the whole joke, like you put your like water bottle on your belly, and then you just like, get, saw, a yeah. sip, get a little sippy straw. <laughs> You know, and she looks at me. She goes, oh, "I hate you so much." Like she, yeah. That's you know, yeah. brother, you know, sister in law, all that mess. So, but they're great people. But um, hopefully, the little baby uh, uh, girl is uh, is due any day now. So yeah, that's so they, all. they're taking off. Uh, go check them out. Get a website set up with them. Get get in the queue. You're gonna have to get in the queue. Like that's it, they having a baby. They have 30, 40 people backlog. Already. Like it's gonna happen. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I did one podcast and thirty some people showed up. Uh, and I, I, I'm like, I got a newsletter of like twelve thousand people to send out, and he's like, please do not do that. Please do not do that. He goes, we're gonna be buried until like you know the spring yeah so if you guys want a website get look, in now uh, and i'm not just saying that to say that for real yeah. check yeah. it out now or or they'll be pushing you back to april may june yeah literally so all right um we probably got to go a little quicker because we're yeah. only 20 minutes yeah and we're, we're way behind we still have five speakers left i got i got a flight to catch in two hours and 16 minutes all right let's pick it up Mark guys, Bradley. How, how long does it take to get to the airport 35 minutes you're okay. good, you're good. good. yeah you're good i know people that will get you past csa Really? No, but anyway, <laughs> my, my, my roadcaster and power block. Yeah, there's kick, no way you're going to do it. We get then. kicked out every time, yep. don't we? Oh, man. Every time we bring a stupid mixer with us, they're like, it could be a bomb. I'm like, you guys are ridiculous. Like, go do your real job. Like, yeah. any which way. And ramp. Mark Bradley, um, where do you even begin? That's all you, bud. I mean, I literally <laughs> don't know where you begin. $50 million landscape company in Canada. He's the founder and CEO of LMN. Um, yeah. I don't personally use, none of us use LMN, but. People that I know use them. Kev Allman is a big ambassador for them. Yeah. They love it. Uh, it's taken businesses to the next level for sure. Mark Bradley is just somebody that Paul was saying on, on an episode on Brian's show here before this one. He was like, it was, you get a little nervous talking to somebody like that just because. I've done 850 podcast episodes. I don't remember getting nervous. Like, I was nervous interviewing yeah. him. Yeah. He's just a man. I mean, he's <laughs> I, just I, so I know, smart. but I'm just yeah. like. He's built so a fifty smart. million dollar landscape company. It's like, well, he's chill. He's just so he's cool yeah. as a cucumber. I go up to him. Uh, he was talking to Weston with Synced Up, yeah. And I go up to him and I'm like, hey, don't want to interrupt anything. Mark, do you need anything? Appreciate you being here. Just you know, meeting him at nine nine thirty in the morning. And he's like, I'm. He's got his Canadian accent. He's like, I'm good. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, do anything? He goes, nope. I go, um, awesome. Well, thanks. Cool. For he goes, yeah. He's like, I'm like, thanks for coming. He goes, it's my pleasure to serve. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like he's just cool. Like he's chill. Yeah. And you and you, all of us were like, da 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 da. He's just like. Awesome guys, he's, yeah. it, it was just wild. Like it, he's crazy awesome, dude. Yeah, he's really, really cool. I mean, there's not even really much to get into. We talked about, um, you talked about Mark Bradley a little bit on the first episode with on, on Brian's show. So go listen to that if you want to hear a little bit more about Mark. I, I'll, I'll tell you straight up, not not to uh, beat a dead horse or to take too much time on uh, any one person, but me personally, Mark Bradley was my favorite speaker. Yeah, yeah, he he really distilled down how he found great people. He yes, talked about that's going, what I took away. Man, I'm telling you, I was I was taking notes. Um, he talked about job listings and culture and giving your people opportunity to grow and clientele growth and how to you could see simultaneously he was finding good people and finding good work. Right. And it was just he was doing fifty million dollars, folks. He was doing million every landscape not every, but most uh, of their projects were high end residential and commercial installs, a million dollars plus. A million dollar landscape job. 
That's all they took on. That's all. That's all they, they would got take to point, on. That's all they would take on. He he had this, um, and you you were there. You fill in some blanks if if uh, if I leave anything out. But he had this um this book of yep. uh, of business. This book of work, kind of like a Teco showcase catalog. You guys have seen them. You know, he said you it get, cost him fifty five dollars per book. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was, per it was book. fifty bucks for this this beautiful catalog highlighting all their stuff, and it was just. He, he's like, when we go into these million dollar, well, five and ten million dollar home subdivisions, yep, yep. we're selling million dollar backyard landscape installs. He goes, of course, price is still a conversation, but he goes, the clientele we were dealing with, it's like it was so next level. And he goes, so so he, I don't know how many crews he had, but he had three hundred employees at at the peak before he sold the company. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, simple math. There's got to be 50, 60, 70 admin, <clears throat> two, three hundred, you know, two hundred twenty five people probably in the in the field. And if you got a crew of 10, 12, 15 people, the guy's got 10 crews doing $1 million jobs. Yeah. I mean, at a minimum, simple math, like all these people have to be doing $1 million jobs every two months, $3 million per crew, 20 crews, 60 million, 50 million. I'm like, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. You see like the molders, you know, what, what, what Andy Mulder's doing on his most recent project. God, that's what they're doing right. every two, three every months day, yeah. with 10, 15 crews. Like it's just simple math. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, the logistical army of that. I mean, this guy, like, it's just insane. It's just insane. Like, I just don't, don't even know how do you, like, break that down. But Yeah, he was saying he put those books out in that clientele uh, that they were serving, and they would kind of help with the budget of, like, when they see that, then, they, then they're like, it, they say, in the book it said million dollar, like, that was, they yeah. kind of put an estimate there. So it just took that breath of, like, shock out of the customer when sure. they had that. If they did call and want a quote, then they knew it was going to be yeah. something around that number, and yeah. that kind of helped. And, and shout out to Caleb Allman, because he, uh, he was, um, you know, threw, threw him into the meat grinder, because <laughs> he, he did a little quick Q&A with Mark at the end, and uh, people asked a couple of good questions, Yeah, and um, one, one of them, I think, was a good takeaway. Uh, somebody said, how do you get those kind of jobs? And he said, you get more of what you want, which Caleb said many times before, which he probably got it from Mark. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he said, like, a really good line was he goes, you're you're less than two to three years away from completely transforming your business, the work you do, what you represent, so good. all that kind of stuff. He yeah. said, you're less than two so to three good. years away from transitioning from where you are to where you want to be doing the jobs you want to do. I thought that was really awesome. That's good. Because that gave me hope. I'm trying to really get into more like commercial snow and be like a Troy Clog, if you will. Not like 10, 20 million. But I said like, we're really trying to get into more yeah. commercial snow. And it just kind of like, you know, gave me some energy, some some mojo. I said, dude, yeah, like I can be a good site management company. I can be like a Troy Clog. I can be like a Corey Ballard, right? Perfect cut. Yeah. And so it gave me hope that like, okay, the little, you know, rinky dink residential driveways or, you know, $5,000 snow accounts. That's fine. That's cool. We'll take it. But I can get those 20 grand, 50 grand, 100 grand accounts. Right, so it just gave me hope. I'm like, I can yeah. transform my business here in the next two, three years. That's good. I, I I loved it, dude. Mark Mark was um, he's just at a different level. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. I mean, that's that's good enough to leave it. Like, you can't make it any better than that. He's just been on another level. <laughs> I love it. Um, but he, he dumbed it down for a lot of people and helped a lot of people out. So, Amen. Amen. Mark Bradley. Then we had Corey Ballard talk about Ballard products. Everything he's got going on. Shout out to Corey. Corey's spoken at the last couple events. Yeah, uh, he grew Perfect Cut, sold it. Now he's got Ballard products. Uh, successful business, multi million dollar company, I believe. Yeah, um, somewhere in there. So, uh, building a massive facility he talked to some really good stuff he was in the mastermind group too as well he brings some he's heat in there so smart dude he's cerebral he's uh humble he's been humbled you know like he's been he's like the rich cocky you know successful entrepreneur he's been the humbled we're broke entrepreneur he's yep. been, now he's back on top entrepreneur uh he's very transparent he's very candid and i really appreciate that yep. um the good the bad and the ugly yep. but what i've noticed is that he is a very good um empowering people to like hit their peak he you know he's really good at empowering people to flourish in an organization but he's really good at at 
at learning and listening. He's a really good listener. I've really come to find with Corey Ballard. And you would think kind of opposite, like opposite, like he's flamethrower, you know, you know, another rip biceps he- ripping out his arm. Yeah, do it for real, rip your head off, kind of a guy. But he's a good listener. He's yeah, a he, good, is. he. It, it really has become uh, very observant to me that he's a good listener because when we were in the mastermind class, people would ask a question and he would press him. He goes, "Let me ask you really quick, just to clarify, is this what you mean?" He almost did that with like everybody, and uh, he's good. He's it, I've I've really the many people. I'll just tell you straight up. Many times, the first time you meet Core Ballard, you kind of get turned off. Probably like myself included. Just to be honest with you, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I didn't really like you at first, but then I come to warm up to you." Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. I appreciate that. It's just that that bravado. Um, Core Ballard is one of those guys. First time, I was like, ah, "I don't really know if I like the guy." After about three or four years of really getting to know him for real, like friendship level and really good relationship level, he's on, dude, he's legit. He's on the level. I really respect the guy and everything he's putting together. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's awesome. Just the, the value that he brings to the table, the knowledge over the years, the, like you said, he shares the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's what I like that he relates with everybody about. Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to mention on my podcast, if you don't mind me plugging the sponsors. Yeah. Uh, Axmark, Yardbook, SureTrack, and. Ballard products. Yeah. Shout out to those Without guys. Without him, it wasn't possible. I, I've said this many times on stage, many times on podcasts, but I'm really grateful that the ticket price is only 249 bucks and not 997 bucks. Because Brian's All Maintenance 10, 15 years ago, I couldn't afford a grand to come to an live event like this. Yep. And the sponsors really help um, subsidize, if you will, the cost of the event. I mean, dude, like my, my food and beverage banquet, uh, it's called the BEO, banquet and event order, is $25,000. It's 24000 like 987 bucks for food and room. Yep. It's twenty five grand, And then we got to rent this. I, I asked for one little block on the stage to put the podium on to like kind of kick it out a little bit, like a little preacher thing here. It was $280 just for a block of the stage. Yeah. That's not what I paid for the stage. That was for an extra that was block. for one block, yeah. Yeah, the lights, my AV bill I just AV got bill. in was eight. <laughs> yeah. That was $8,000. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I could have done it for five, man. <laughs> I would have saved the files and got them to you. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> that's a black eye from last year. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's a whole other story. Um, but but it, it cost forty, fifty, sixty thousand bucks. Eight thousand bucks those guys got? Dude, I mean audio, video, lights. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, it's it's a big, big setup. It, by the way, when we were leaving, I don't know if you guys saw the room that was getting set up. Yep. Yeah, they had a they that's had, big big boy. Their stage was six six times the size of what we had, and I'm just like I was running the math. I'm like, oh my god, speakers hanging from the ceilings. There, I mean, it was light crazy. trusses, yep. all that big old speakers. Yeah, I mean it. These things are productions, man. People are like, oh, I'm gonna like you know get a couple people together. I'm like, hey, look, do a little meetup at Buffalo Wild Wings is different than throwing out a hundred two hundred thousand dollar event. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just telling you straight up, it's it's a lot. So and, and without way, the sponsors, it's not possible. That was straight up, that, I mean, straight up. We've had this conversation many times, but like. It's it's worth so much more value. Like mm-hmm. like it's worth so much more than one hundred ninety seven dollars. I'm sorry. Next year it should be three hundred fifty dollars. I appreciate it. That. Should be four hundred dollars. Like it it should be nine ninety nine, and you should still be there. Just because you can sit there, like Paul Jamison said just a second ago, and watch Troy Clog and Mark, Mark Bradley Bradley's have a hundred million dollar conversation between yeah. the two of them. Ken Coleman from the Dave Ramsey show calls it the proximity principle. Yeah. You want to be in proximity to that success leaving clues. Yeah. And just me standing there like 50 feet away from Troy Clogg and uh, Mark Bradley talking, I'm like, bro, we added it up. There's like $150 million of the business that was on stage. At least. At least. That's what More I know. More than that. That's what I like kind of know of, like top line, you know? But yeah. Dude, probably more, more like than that. that. Like With Mike Andy's, Corey, and uh, Troy Clogg. Mm-hmm. And Mark you're, Bradley. You're, you're pushing 200. <laughs> Dude, it, I'm great. Wait, stock. Well, here's, I what, mean, here's what I said earlier. If you add up all, the, I said earlier in my speech, I said if you add up all the people on stage that are doing 150 million, then you add Liz and I together with that. I mean, obviously it's 
150 million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, according to good. Google, I'm 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 worth 10 million. You got Google. Somebody Googled you. You said, yeah, yeah Paul Jameson net worth. 10 Brian million. doesn't have a net worth. I looked him up. <laughs> uh, Liz finally has a name on, yeah. on Google. We yep. found that out. Liz People, has a name. It used to be Brian's All Maintenance plus wife. Who's Brian's All Maintenance wife? And uh, and then now then it was Emmy's uh, Emmy's mom. And uh, and it's like, dude, it's her name is Liz. My wife's name is Liz. Like, I don't know how this ever got lost in translation. But Liz finally fa- finally made it to Google, though. I guess, man. Um, All right, uh, we got a rapid fire here at the end. Yeah, Paul, uh, we got to get Paul's out of here by six thirty. Hard stop. You so got, we, got, so we got fifteen. You're cool. good. Yeah, we'll get to the airport by seven. Your plane's eight twenty. Yeah, you're good to go. Cool. You got hour through TSA Detroit on a Sunday night. You're fine, dude. Sweet. Pave your Pete. <laughs> Where do you even start? Uh, he's this just, is all you because I, I was doing an interview during this, he, so I he, missed him. He, he's a bull in a china shop, but you know what? He's all, he, first off, he's the national director of training and education for TechoBlock. Yeah. 50, 100, 250 million. I don't even know. TechoBlock's a huge company. They make the pavers, right? You guys listening in like Unilock and Belgard? He's the director of education. This is what he does is public speaking and training. He does probably 30 to 50 events per year, big events like this, you know, for Techo and other events. And then outside of that, one-on-one, he's doing small groups on a job site. 5, 10, 15, 20 contractors come into a local town or local market. So he's training, teaching, and training. And by the way, he is a man's man. His bravado, his patriotism, his no-filteredness. He is he's your he's your your uncle or grandpa on steroids talking about pavers, America, patriotism, swearing F-bombs, making fun of things. No filter, dude. Yeah. But he talked about making money, profitability, um, self-development, personal development, leadership. It was a little bit different from last year's talk, which was a little bit more, um, he was a little bit more X's and O's, to be honest with you. Last year, this year, he was more about, you got to grow. You got to be a good leader. You got to start empowering your team. And of course, he talked accounting principles, budgeting principles, overhead cost recovery. He mixed a little bit of that in there, but he probably dropped about 20, 30, I would say, maybe, I think it was 16 principles, something like that yeah, about success, <clears throat> 16 principles about something with pay repeat. He, he had 16 different self-help books that he was ripping through. And I saw people snapping photos of all those different slides. I, I had already read about half of those books. And the other half, I was taking photos. I told Liz, order those on Amazon because I, I want to I learn. I want to grow. Yeah. Super smart individual. Great guy. Um, super grateful to have somebody of that caliber coming in from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. get much better. I mean, his energy that he brought was totally insane. He, he, here's the, uh, here's the, la- the one. one, one th- this, I don't want to summarize him with this last mi- this last line, but it is a pretty uh, telling line about pay repeat. Uh, I got on stage and uh, everybody's betting how long it would take for him to drop an F-bomb. Literally, I introduce him. He gets on stage. I'm excited to share with you guys the whole deal, song and dance. I'm walking around. In the back corner, there's a table that had a timer. And it was, and uh, by the time I got to that back table, he'd already dropped like three f bombs, and somebody stopped recording. It was thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> so it was just f bomb ripping it. And yeah. he is a man's man. He is super funny. It was great. Now on the Green Street podcast, thankfully we started working with John Deere. Yeah, and when I talked to them, they're like, "What's important to you?" I don't know if you listened to that conversation. Yeah. Anyway, they're like family friendly. Like, yeah. Clean. Yeah. You know. Sure. So I told Pete, I was like, "Listen, Pete." You know, we're, 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 we're trying. <laughs> Before he got on the podcast, I was How'd like, go? no, no f bombs on the Green Industry podcast yeah. today. I was like, I'm trying to. We keep it clean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, we did a we did a whole episode. Was he, he was all sweating and stuff, and oh yeah, and then he I, poured it out, dude. He yeah. poured it out in the main room. Yeah, but I he, he didn't minutes. drop one f bomb on my podcast. That's cool. That's so. cool. Well, I mean, he like I said, he's a man's man. He's working with grunt cr- contractors, construction guys, career people all single day, every day. Oh, so those he, patio pavers will make you drop the f bomb. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, you Coach snap. T, I don't cuss that much, 
But when I, on legs day with Coach T, I might slip one out. Man. <laughs> She's like, he was awesome, dude. I, I uh, here, here's a, here's a quick funny story from last year. He he had dropped so, uh, literally it was probably six hundred f bombs. It was, and if you're into that, cool. If you're not, it was like Gary V all over, right? Uh, and this, this this young kid came up. He was like twelve or thirteen years old. Mike cut off his twelve years old for our event. The kid was there with his dad. We're at the end of the whole event. Everybody's deep, you know, just hey, how you doing? Good time, awesome, yeah, awesome, great show, thanks, cool. Uh, so I got to meet this little kid, and um, I go, hey man, did you have a good time? He goes, yeah. He goes, I go, who's your favorite speaker? He goes, Paver Pete. And I look at the dad. I go, I go, yeah. The kid goes, yeah. And I look at the dad. I go, yeah. I said, I, I've never really actually heard Paver Pete like really public speak, if you will. So I apologize about the, all the f bombs. And uh, the kid goes, are you kidding me? He was my favorite speaker. He swears just like my mommy. <laughs> oh, and uh, it was the funniest joke ever. I laughed so hard. Oh. I look at his dad. He goes, his, his mom's in the Navy. Oh, I, oh, my goodness. I was laughing. He goes, he talks just like my mommy. I was laughing so hard, bro. <laughs> um, so you know what? I figured if the 12-year-old kid had a good time, the rest of us uh, can chill and have a good time too. So it was pretty good, though. I was grateful to have him in. Yeah, Paper Pete transitioned us into the break outside. Um, snowing. It was literally snowing during the event. You've, have you seen snow before? Yes. Okay, yes, I, I've seen snow. I don't know. You guys see rattlesnakes, but you don't see snow. I don't yeah, know. we <laughs> get like one or two inches a year. So You guys do get some snow? A little there? bit. It just depends on the winters. Wow, so. no kid. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we never plow or anything. Uh, well, it was just funny because uh, at the you know the, the upstairs, was like the, the escalator, so the glass wall right yeah, there. It was and, cool. uh, I was just looking over the railing with uh, uh, Troy Clog and... Uh, I'm like, you guys, you know, you're salting? You guys going out? He goes, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? He goes, that's what the team is for. Mm. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's that's the cool, that's a cool level to be at. Yeah. He goes, I don't know. He goes, my people are texting each other. I see the group chat blowing up, all these different messages going back and forth. Team's mobilizing. I'm like, bro, that's pretty dope. Like it was it, like it, it's not up to him. Yeah, it is. He, he built this 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 army of things and people, and uh, it's amazing. I, I was impressed. But um, shout out to all the people that brought stuff outside. Weingarts came and showed some love. They brought a couple machines. Shout out to my guys, Mark and Rob. They brought the whole truck and trailer. We bought a bunch of cart mates, uh, mulch mate, uh, RSs, if you will. Um, the old enclosed trailer. Uh, Xmark had some stuff out there. SureTrack had some stuff out there. It was awesome. It was a good yeah. little demo. It was cold. People, you know, had a good good attitude about it, but. Uh, Nonetheless, the, there was a quick little 45-minute uh, uh, song and dance outside, and then we were back into the thick of it. Yeah, we went through uh, Postcard Mania, did their little thing. Yeah. Um, talking about... Samantha. Get, yeah, get um, con- get the postcards from launchroomacademy.com, right? Yeah. If you, them. Yeah, if you guys need uh, templates, um, they're pl- plug-and-play postcards. I mean, it, you download an art file for 75 bucks. You can take them to Vistaprint. Um, if you're good with Photoshop, you can edit them a little bit. They're not editable, but they're PDF. But if you take them to Postcard Mania, they'll edit for free and quote unquote, they're like earn the business, if you will, for the print business. And they can also mail them for you too. Uh, actually, one of the classes uh, and the questions in the master class was, how do you get a marketing system put together? And I said, dude, you go with, and it, if you go with Postcard Mania or not, great, I don't, I don't care. But if you go with them, in January and February, March, you set up your par- postcard marketing for the year. Yep. You have your 10,000 mailer go out in, in you know, whatever, March, April. Your 10,000 mailer for more landscaping work in July when it slows down around July 4th. You have your 10,000 postcard campaign go out in September, October for fall leaf cleanups and snow. And in winter, you're doing it for the spring rush to add new commercial clients. Yep. I'm like, bro, set it and forget it. Spend th- two, three, four, five grand. Get your po- po- you know, uh, postcard marketing all set up. And you're done with it, or website marketing, or SEO marketing, whatever it is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha did a great job. They they they're the juggernaut. They 
I forget the numbers, but bro, they mail like a million postcards a week. Yeah, there. I remember Wasn't when we were at high, when we were in Tampa, you went and yeah. toured their facility, and it was like they have an uh, not what you were expecting at all. No, I thought it was a hole in the wall little strip mall place. Yeah, and uh, bro, they are the biggest at postcard marketing, and I love postcard marketing. People was like, "How do you get new customers?" And uh, to me, postcards are chum in the water. They yeah. make the phone ring. Them yard signs and a Google My Business listing. That's my go-to. Um, quick, quick fun stat because I'm always like a I love little fun stats and like nuances. They have uh, a UPS. Um, person like from the ups company yep. literally on site to process their mail like they made a re like a little regional office like an office that we all go to visit mm-hmm. postcard mania has it inside their print warehouse uh, just because of the volume and just to save time on processing good. like they're the ups guy like gets the orders and processes them out that's how much volume they move yeah. to have a ups employee literally there on staff i just thought they're was, moving some stuff that's bonkers bro like yeah. that's that's really cool so anyway they were great um shout out to them and uh thank you for them for coming well, then it's really all you because this was... Uh, we were next, right? Yeah, y'all were next. Yeah, we did a little soft shoe. It was 20 minutes in and out. I uh, I don't know if we did a good job. I, I, I don't I don't know. We um, Were you guys in to hear the talk at all? Yeah. 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 What did you guys think? Did we, did we blow it or did we, did we do a good It was good. Talk? I liked seeing Paul run across the stage with a uh, referee jersey on. That was something different. Yeah. I wanted to change it up. Yeah. I didn't want to take it too serious. I'm like, how do you put us up there with Troy Clog and, mm. the, and the Mark, Bradley. Mark Bradley's? I was like, dude, these guys... Are eons ahead of where we were. Um, what I did want to do with our talk uh, was keep it short and sweet and simple, but break. I, I, I got the, a sneak peek of everybody's presentation, yeah. you know, through the, the week or so leading up. Knowing that everything was really pretty similar, I was like, let's just distill down what I'm reading. Yeah. So late nights, I'm putting this talk together, and it wasn't like the super in depth thing, but I wanted to break it down to five things that I think really distilled the whole day. Yeah. And we talked about attitude and habits and work and focus. Just a couple other things in there, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it was really good. Yeah, habits was really good. Habits um, was the fifth one. Yep. Yeah, that was that was really good, and that and that kind of transitioned us into Troy Clogs' yep. speech yep. Um, yep. at the end the keynote. I guess you could call it. Yep. Uh, I saw you even got a little emotional. I saw you back from the side. Uh, it, some of the stuff he was getting into. It was, it, it was cool. It, He's talking about building his family and and his grandkids coming well, up, and he, he talked about his grandbabies, and yeah. I just started crying. Yeah. Because like, dude, like. That's, that's kinda, the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. Right? I mean, you guys have little baby Jack. Yeah. But I know you do anything for him. Yeah. Now, imagine when you have a, a baby's baby. You yeah. know, you got your kids that are going to have kids. Everything you're doing right now, bro, like you're going to be able to leave to them or build wealth for them or leave them real estate or property. That's, yeah. You know, or whatever. We had that conversation afterwards. After the show was over, me and Troy were just sitting around talking. He, we talked about that, about how he's setting up his future for his grandkids for his legacy yeah. and like he's he's creating the habits in those kids mm-hmm. to not only leave them a couple million dollars worth of real estate per kid but also the habits to maintain that real estate yeah and to maintain that status of what they're going to re- receive because he doesn't just want them to get it and then blow it all right like he wants them to be able to prosper and actually use that and and benefit their lifestyle and even the even then talk what he was saying about his kid and he was well, I don't remember what was the exact uh, analogy it wasn't an analogy it was it was a real life story of his grandkid um, getting the, the pennies in the piggy bank yeah he said uh, only that he, he was like explaining to her and he's got a little four year old uh, grand, yeah. granddaughter or three or four year old and uh, long story short he said something like um, hey we only use this money for real estate yeah yeah or or something else and um, and anyway he did this whole analogy and something else came up. And somebody was trying to like, you know, take a couple pennies out of the piggy bank or go buy ice cream or something yeah. like that. And the uh, little little baby girl goes, No, no, like that's for real estate only. Yeah. And uh but he was like, Yes or something like that. It was she's just four years old though. She's getting it. Like and um what what made me kind of get a little emotional and teary out to be honest with you, is when um he talked about how his granddaughter calls him chief. Yep. 
And Liz and I don't have any grandparents, um, uh, grandpas. Yeah. Right? My my grandpa, I don't even, to be honest with you, another dude, like straight up. I, yeah. I met him, I'm sure, but I couldn't even tell you who it is. Um, well, that's my dad, right? So my baby girl will never know who yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, Amy will. Let yeah. me take that back. My my grandpa, I don't even know, like mm-hmm. straight up. I don't even know. My dad passed away when I was 16. My baby girl ne- will never know dad. Uh, Liz's dad, no no relationship there. So little baby girl, like, has no grandpa. And I said, what? I said, so I'm thinking to myself, like, I got a little emotional. I'm like, that that's tough for, for Emmy. Mm-hmm. But I said, one day, Emmy will have kids. And grandpa I'll, Brian. You're going to be chief. I'll be chief. Yeah. Wow. Bro, I could cry right now, so I'm going to stop. But I was, <laughs> chief. Like, I was like, dude, I get to be chief. And I told Liz, like, it's um, it's crazy because, like, what we're doing now matters. Like, yeah. it's going wow. to it's gonna pay dividends, like, 50 years from now. Like, let's not mess this up. Yeah. So, I, so I'm like, dude, I'm going to be chief. I'm going to be like Troy. That's I was like, cool. this is so. And so to see Troy up there, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, you can see yourself 30 years from now. Yeah. It got, it got me, dude. It got my goat. I don't know how I didn't get anybody because I think everybody makes, it makes everybody take a step back and look and, like, you have Emmy, two years old. I mean, year and a half. You're about to have another one here yeah. in February, March, when uh, April, 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 April. Yep, April. Um, you're due. We have a nine week old. Paul, you're going to have one hopefully in the next couple of years. Like couple of years, man. I'm. I'm <laughs> well, you got It's well, got to at least be nine months. <laughs> I got <laughs> there you go. I'm getting in on that honeymoon, boy. <laughs> there you go. Paul's ready to have it. <laughs> Was it it's like a TV show, like Thirty Days and Married, or something like that, yeah. or one of those things, like or Two Weeks and Married. So that'll yeah. be Paul. Maybe yeah. So when you know, you know. <laughs> the, the basis is we're all gonna we're all in the stage of life. The almonds have young kids. Like a yeah. lot of the guys out there in the industry, that's what we two are relating with. That's who we're talking to, and we're all building each other's futures. Yeah. For our kids and grandkids. Yeah. And I don't think you really understand it until you have your own. But then when you have your own, it's like puts a whole new perspective into things. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's that, it, it, that's what hit me the most is it, like it, it just everything that you do now matters tomorrow and in 10 years and 20 and 30 years from now. I I I, uh, I I couldn't agree more, dude. When uh, when he said chief, I told Liz, I said, um, I, grandma and grandma are um, grandma and grandma or, you know, uh, Mimi, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yep. I said, you know. Grandparents have their own thing. I said, "Hey, when we have grandkids, can I be chief?" And Liz goes, "You're chief." Nice. And I'm like, mm. "I'm like, bro, that." And that's going to come back to yeah. November twelfth, yeah, twenty twenty two. Launch from Academy Live. Yeah, you get you're going to think about that when that kid's born. Hundred percent. You're going to say, "Hey, yeah. I'm chief now." Yeah, and I told I told uh, I told Troy. Um, or I should have told. <laughs> I, I meant to tell Troy before I left. I said. Hey chief, can I get in on that will too? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll be, for I'll, be, real. I'll be part of that lineage, you know. And uh, I, I got to see the property that he's leaving. His, yeah. his granddaughter. Uh, it's where his new saw facility is. The back ten acres is the last ten acres in the downtown township of where we're moving to. Yeah, that 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 property is already worth way more than what he ever paid. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Uh, and give it five, ten, twenty years when a Pulte wants to buy it, and uh, you know she could be like, yes, no, maybe so, but that's going to appreciate ten x in the next five to ten years. Yeah, I was like. Oh, uh, he goes. You'll do this one day. He goes. This is this is your future. Nice. Uh, and it was just crazy. And he he was like, "It's not about me. It's about guys like you, Brian. It's about your family. It's about the the legacy." And I'm like, I'm like, oh, this guy just thinks in a different pay grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he thinks in a different pay grade. But <clears throat> as we wrap this thing up, um, I gotta go, Jeremiah. I yeah. Think, was this our six thirty? Yeah. yeah. 6:30. All right. 6:30. We got two minutes. We're out. I mean, I there think it's it's a perfect way to end the show. In the event is like. They're all high level. They're all big thinkers. They all have a lot of comments and zeros behind them. A lot more than I have. A lot more than really any of us have at I this point. I got ten million, Jeremiah. Yeah, that's right. Paul's got <laughs> ten million. Well, yeah, Paul's ten million and my 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 money together. We're at least at about 10, ten million. million. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, 
but but sitting there talking to Troy, he's the most humble, laid back, yeah, real genuine dude you'll ever meet. Yep. I met him ten minutes. Before, I mean, I met him yesterday, and we had an hour, probably an hour of conversation that the whole day, and I felt like we were friends. And so, yeah, he shows into me. I show into other people. He shows into you. I know you have three hour breakfast with him. Like that's insane. I'm hoping to do more of that. I mean, okay, so imagine that. Imagine what you got out of Troy, and you know that 30, 40 minutes, or the yeah. podcast for thirty, forty minutes. Like imagine three hours of that. Ooh, yeah. Like like long story short, I come back and Liz is like, how'd you how'd it go? And I go. I'm such a loser. <laughs> I'm so poor. I'm so broke. I'm like, and, and Troy makes you feel like a winner, but yeah, I'm he doesn't like, make you feel that way at all. No, no, it makes me feel like a you know a million bucks. But I get back and I go like, are we even in the game? Yeah. Are we even trying? Are yeah. we are we big thinkers? I like to think I'm a big thinker, you know. But then I get around Troy and I come back and go, we're losers, you know. Yeah. Like we need to we need to do more. We can do more. We can do more. That was the whole weekend's uh, theme. We have if the you ability will. to do more. We all we all are capable of so much more. So any which way, um, I, I loved it. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, well, I'll probably share another uh, uh, podcast personally on the Fully Tone Filter yeah. podcast about the Masterclass takeaways. Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, that was a three-hour powwow with Nick Carlson and uh, Corey Ballard. It was good times. But, um, guys, thank you for the love of uh, showing love to uh, LAL 2022. Hope to have you at LAL 2023, and uh, we'll pack that thing out next year with three to 500 people. Yeah, thank you for hosting. Thank you for allowing me to come and podcast a little bit. Paul got a podcast yeah, a lot. For, so Thanks for yeah. all the um, podcasts. I'm looking forward to hearing all your shows, Paul. Yeah, uh, that's going to be really, really good. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Twenty 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 three. Twenty twenty three. I want to get to the airport because I am not trying to stay in Michigan <laughs> one more day, man. I'm going. I was ready to go. Yeah, we're, we're going to, to the, the pool tomorrow. We're going to, pa- we're going to pass on all the end of the show stuff. Everybody knows where to find Paul and Brian. So wherever you find them, go find them. Thanks for listening today, and we'll catch up with everybody here on the next one. All right, see you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.